Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Welcome on into the second part of our two-part series with Judith Sturman, where we're talking about how to own your strengths and own your value as an introverted leader. Let's get straight back into the conversation. I'd be interested, Judith, to understand from you, you know, what you see, because today's episode really is around the strengths of, of introverted leadership and where we see, you know, how can we tap into that and how can we really understand um, how to, to see introversion as a strength and use it as a strength? What are your thoughts on that? Like, how can we really leverage introversion as a leader? So I actually think, um, you know, my introverted strengths are are strong planning, um, strategic thinking, um, and leadership of people, and interest in people. And and actually, when you look at most management um, leadership information, those are the things that are the basis of a lot of leadership. And so um, strategic thinking is, is really that I, you know, start with the end in mind, um, always thinking about the outcome. And, you know, in meetings as well, um, guiding that meeting to that contextual outcome is something that I do quite a lot. So, and sometimes I go too far. And I suppose that's one of the risks is um, actually being in a meeting and casting the, the net too far and too high where people in the meeting are not at that point yet so making yes. a judgment on that is really sometimes when you're an introvert and you're that's your mindset it's um it's tailoring it to the team that you're working with it can be difficult because you you get on a roll and you get enthusiastic about your you know where you're thinking um and it's the same with planning so for me planning runs through the whole of my life um so even at the weekend, it's, okay, what's the plan for the weekend? And even though I say that to my partner, what's the plan for the weekend? He knows that I'm going to be the, the one that comes up with the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like a, a sort of code for, okay, ask me what the plan is then. What, what are we going to do? And so planning is really important too, because where you've got a lot of complex interfaces which um, in my work I have lots of different areas that need to work together and so unless you're planned and you have a process for how you do that then I would be extremely stressed um, to understand how things are going to actually come to fruition if I didn't have a plan so Mm -hmm. I think planning is a really strong introverted um, characteristic Um, and I think one of the test that I did said that I was an architect which that's an interesting sort of an architect is that person that works on plans and they can be quite detailed but it is for that strategic outcome which is you know building something 
And so that that's a really good definition. And and when I, I found it easy when you actually consider, um, and and even though actually labeling um, what you who you are and what you are can be a negative. I think if if it helps you with how you work and how you take yourself forward and how you work in in the workplace, then that's really helpful. Because if you if somebody um, sort of contradicts you or you you can actually think about well no this is you know being an architect means that I need to actually build these foundations because that's the way that we're going to deliver this thing in the most effective way mm. and um, intro, extroverts will quite like to come and just come across and just well let's do it this way instead yes um, so you might have planned all this and thought the way, all the way through it. Um, and that's when the challenge of an introvert is not to go and recoil and take themselves out of the process. It's actually to go, okay, now, so I need to explain to the extrovert or actually raise myself up to the extrovert's um, thinking and try and combat their thinking or include their thinking. So I think the first thing with an extrovert is not to say you're wrong my plan's better, it's to say, oh, that's an interesting thought that you have. How could we incorporate that into what yeah. we're doing? Yeah. So I think sometimes an introvert can actually ease the extrovert views into the conversation in a better way than um, if they unfortunately just recoil and then the extrovert comes in and then the whole plan is yes. awry. Yes, yes. I think to your point earlier, when you were talking about, you know, chairing um, meetings, I think that idea of sort of calling it out early is useful. That idea mm. that you sort of say, look, I am an introvert. This is how I do it. This is how I do things. Yes. And, you know, I will be quiet in meetings. And it's because I'm thinking. It's because I'm processing. It's because I'm planning. It's because I'm considering the strategy. It's because I'm doing some deep thinking. That's just the process that I run through. So I think it can sort of disarm any sort of friction if you like between an an extrovert and an introvert if you just basically set the expectations of how you do business how you do things how you communicate and how you think um because i do genuinely think that a lot of extroverts are not aware of of what's really going on for introverts um and so there's a lot of assumptions that fly around well they're obviously not listening they're really not engaged in the conversation which is just clearly not the point and just because an introvert might not speak and then may leave a meeting and not say anything doesn't necessarily mean that they haven't been doing some really good thinking and have some great ideas if only you'd ask them and, and invite them into the conversation. So I think I think it is about sort of um, talking about our natural styles and being quite honest about it. And extroverts would do the same, you know, and then you can find that common ground where you can work out, well, how best are we going to do this? You know, maybe a public setting is not the right forum to have this conversation. Maybe it's actually better for us to be in a smaller group, for example, for us to have more kind of collaboration. Uh, but I think having those open conversations are really important when it comes to genuine team engagement and genuine team collaboration. Yes, I, I, I have to say I've taken more time um, recently to explain to people um, especially because also I have perfectionist and controlling <laughs> characteristics also, um, in that I will actually say to people, because um, because I'm also very direct, is that I'm looking for their views. I will always come with a solution, but I actually want their solution. 
and but don't let that stop you from bringing your ideas to the table because I want to hear your ideas we're not set around for me just to tell you what I think the solution is I can always come up with one mm. but I actually want to hear your views mm. so I think the more that you can explain to people why you're thinking or how you're thinking that will help them to understand you and, and that's that point about really um, trying to engage extroverts to understand how introverts work yes. so that they actually do start to consider when they're talking to an, an introvert um, and not stereotype them. Um, yes, so I think 100%. that's the biggest risk. Yeah, but I think it's really important also for the introverts to really own the value. You know, you're talking about planning. You're talking about strategic thinking. These are important leadership um, skills and I think it's important that you don't sort of undermine that as not being enough or not being that interesting or not being that special, because those skills are special. Those skills are imperative to any organization moving forwards. And I think it's important that you do recognize the value you are bringing to um, any team discussion or any planning process um, and seeing them as really, really integral to, to the um, conversation. So, Judith, I'd be interested to know, like, have you had any experiences yourself of um, having a leader who was introverted, perhaps, who you think, you know, really demonstrated fantastic skills in terms of getting the team to the result, collaborating with the team, getting the best outcomes? Do you have um, an example of somebody like that? And what was it that they did that made them so effective in their leadership? So I, I had to search high and low and I introverts are so far and few between mm. that all of the executives that I've worked for, female, have been um, extrovert. Um, I have worked for male introverts, though, and, and I guess, you know, the characteristics are similar and their behaviours are similar. And, and I see um, male introverts can have the same issues and the same challenges as females and and that what that looks like is is sometimes not being not being understood so seeing it from that perspective with a, a senior leader where they sometimes put themselves across in a way and and I, I think oh was that intended was that um, was that how they wanted to be perceived the way that they just presented themselves um, and then also the um, the funny ones about disappearing and not not going for drinks after work. Um, so I think this is as much a male thing as a female thing. Yeah. Um, and I think men would probably have just as much difficulty dealing with it as females. But probably men don't talk about it as much as females because yes. <laughs> men tend to talk in their groups and females tend to talk in their groups. But one of the things that I think is um, is a shame is that we don't have enough female groups and men have a sort of unspoken sort of alliance. Um, and everywhere that I've worked, there's been unspoken alliances of men. Um, and strange things happen that you think, well, that can only have happened because they've had this discussion behind the scenes. Yes. Um, and this is more about women leadership than, than sort of introversion. But as an introvert, and having those challenges anyway, actually thinking about how women generally can actually build this. And I'm not suggesting women build a, an alliance that sort of, you know, is averse to um, to the male alliance and, and challenging it. But I think there's something genuine in 
women who are introverted actually seeking um, strength in others who are introverted and having mm -hmm. those conversations and understanding how different people have managed different um, circumstances and work their way through because quite often um, it can be quite simple how to deal with a situation and it might take a bit of inner strength um, and only just um, a week ago I was at a, um, a networking function and I thought now do I just at, at the lunch break do I just stand in the corner and, and eat my food and I thought no you, you're going to go and talk to some people and go and introduce yourself and, and I did that and, and I was quite proud of myself at the end of that even even now because it's still an achievement for an introvert yes. to actually go and you know be a bit more extroverted yes um and also it's put the their fear hand of rejection up. isn't it also at networking events it's that fear yes. of well, what you know will I have anything of value to add and I think everybody has that sort of imposter syndrome when it comes to you know dealing with people that they don't know um and how will I be perceived and will I be accepted and will I be welcomed but um like you say if you just throw yourself in and start introducing yourself it's yeah. amazing I think at networking events what you actually what you actually find out um and again, I think often it's about taking yourself out of it and finding out what they need and finding out more about them. And you can completely distract <laughs> any yes. attention from you and yes. make it actually much more about the person you're meeting. I think, um, Rebecca, as we've been talking, the one thing that's coming up repeatedly is is actually the value that you have and um, and actually giving yourself credit for the value that you have. Yes. And I think for emerging leaders that are concerned about how they can uh, get into leadership when they feel um, their confidence and low sort of self-esteem and they don't have the values because of introversion, um, I think tackling that and understanding that you can. And, and look, it may be that it's a plan and it's and that's a conscious way of managing how you do it but I know there's a lot of females who are really desperately passionate about being leaders and are introverts and they make the excuse to themselves that they're not good enough they're you know they can't operate in the environment that they need to um, and then they never get fulfilled and they stay in a in a job that is not really satisfying them yes um, and so operational think, normally right you know they stay in those roles where they have to deliver and um, and if that's doing it for you and if that's giving you the outcomes that you want and that's fulfilling then that's obviously fine but if you do want that stretch and you do want to move into leadership then yes you absolutely need to start learning how to value what you really bring to the table 100 percent yeah and I, I remember one lady actually in, in Sydney and she um she actually got promoted and she was really excited she was an introvert and she had her first meeting which was a disciplinary meeting with somebody that had done the wrong thing who was she was expecting was going to be this person that was really um as an introvert was going to contest her in the conversation yeah and so I talked her through and I said I said what you're doing is you're offering this person the opportunity to do the right thing and I said what you do is you write down in front of you all of the things that you need to do and ask this person because they won't see that you've got notes they won't even all they're worried about is themselves 
-hmm. And so that's another thing is, is using tactical ways to provide yourself assurance, um, reassurance, um, have notes, have um, a plan about how you're going to tackle a meeting, how you're going to tackle a situation so that you can, yeah. and, and, and also look back and, and recognise what you've done. Because I think that's another thing that introverts do. They they achieve something and then they move on because they're focused on the next thing that they're worried about achieving. Yes, And yes. never look back and say, well, actually, I did a pretty good job there. Let's celebrate that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's a really big, strong takeout from the conversation, um, actually, Judith, isn't it? That concept of, you know, learning that ability to um, to value your impact and what you're doing and... I think it's so easy just to assume that what we're doing is nothing special and that everybody can do it. And, you know, I'm nothing special. And then you get into that sort of cycle of doubt. And and then if you're not being brought into meetings, it kind of exacerbates the, the cycle of doubt. And I'm not sort of valued here. Um, but I think something I often say to clients is, is if you want people to recognize your value, you absolutely have to see it in yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, you really do. You have to really understand what you're bringing to the party and how that's important to move the business forwards. And then other people will want to engage with that and, you know, uh, want to hear what you have to say. Judith, thank you so much um, for joining me today to talk about this. We could actually talk for a lot longer, I'm sure. But that has been really, really insightful. Thank you so, so much for for your time and also for, for sharing your own um, experiences of, of introversion. That's a pleasure, Rebecca. It's great to have a chat again. I hope you have really, really enjoyed the two episodes that Judith and I have brought you on introverted leadership and how we can tap into the strengths of introversion, whether it's ourselves as the leader or whether it is us as a leader working with introverts in our team. I think it's really important that we're constantly thinking about this concept of inclusion and constantly looking at how we can build on the strengths of the people in the team. So, The big message for me to take out is something that's very dear to my heart, which is really about understanding and owning and sharing your value with the world out there because being the world's best kept secret serves absolutely nobody, especially you. And I would love to support you in your career if it's something that you're looking to do. So, you know, we are a coaching practice that is dedicated to women. We work with women, only women and women every single day. And the reason why we do that is because we just love helping women succeed in their careers. So, If it's something you're looking to do in terms of raising your profile, in terms of being a more influential communicator, in terms of being heard perhaps, we have trainings, we have courses, we have executive coaching to suit your needs. Do have a look at us on our website, illuminategrowth.com.au. Do subscribe to this podcast because we come to you every single fortnight with lots of lots of lovely ideas and strategies that we know work. Our clients are utilizing our strategies all day long. And they are getting promoted. They are negotiating pay rises that are appropriate for the work that they do. They are pushing the boundaries on what they believed was ever possible for them in their careers and also in their lives, quite frankly. These things obviously are interconnected. So do join us. Um, If you want to get hold of one of our most favorite, most popular downloads, then do get hold of the seven habits of female execs who get promoted. It's a great starting point. You can get that by going to rebeccasfreegift.com. And I'll look forward to seeing you really, really soon in our next episode, which will be coming to you extremely soon. I can't wait. We have so much in store for the year ahead and it's just going to be such an exciting adventure. Um, I look forward to speaking to you then.